This is Adam Hulse. Thanks for tuning into this episode of my podcast, which is, of course, brought to you by La Touraine, the best affordable luxury watches and accessories on the market. Go to their website, latourain.com, L-A-T-O-U-R-A-I-N-E.com. And then when you're ready to check out, use my promo code, three capital letters, A. H-S. That will get you 10% off your entire order at LaTourain.com. This episode is also brought to you by Pick'em Wars. Free-to-play contests, real cash prizes. They have sports contests every single week. They do NFL, college football, UFC, and more. You make your picks absolutely free-to-play, and if you win the contest, they send you cash for winning that contest. I can vouch for this. I've already won a contest on Pick'emWars.com. Not only did they pick Pay me cash, but they paid me quickly. It went right into my account. So again, I can vouch for it. Pick'emwars.com. Free to play contests, real cash prizes. This episode of the podcast is actually bringing on a couple of new sponsors. We now have this episode sponsored by Fanatics. All of your sports team apparel, jerseys, sweatshirts, t-shirts, hats, anything you can think of, all your sports apparel and items that you need can be found at Fanatics.com. And then we're also bringing you a brand new website, a brand new product. It's called TeamClicks.com. Clicks with an X. So T-E-A-M-C-L-I-X. They sell really awesome sunglasses with team branded. So they have NFL, NHL, NBA, and MLB, all your sports teams. They have branded sunglasses, really, really cool stuff. Very unique designs, very stylish, and the shades are awesome as well. And then they also sell blue light blockers. If you're someone like me, I write sports articles all day. I'm a full-time sports writer for the NFL, so I'm staring at my laptop and my phone all day, every day. The blue light blockers have really helped keep my eyes from fatiguing. If you haven't tried blue light blockers, this is an excellent chance to try them. I use them every day. It's helped me a lot. They are also team branded, just like the sunglasses are. So they help your eyes. They're really cool looking, really cool to wear too. So make sure you check them out. Teamclicks.com. Clicks with an X. T-E-A-M-C-L-I-X.com. And finally, we have the Rave On Sports app. I have been hosting Cowboys games on the Rave On Sports app. We follow along with all the action live. We comment as things happen. We battle chat and trash talk with everybody representing the other team. Really cool app. Brand new concept this year. Really cool stuff. If you haven't checked them out yet, make sure you do. It's the Rave On Sports app. You can download that. And then whenever there's a Cowboys game live, I'm hosting. You can follow me there as well, Adam Hulse Sports. So I just want to say real quickly, all of these deals that I'm giving you here at the beginning of the show, they can all be found in one place now on my Twitter page. The handle is at Adam Hulse Sports. So look me up on Twitter, go to my page, and then my pinned tweets. It'll always be the tweet at the top. Always has information on my most recent podcast episode. So click on that tweet and look down in the comments section and I will have a comment for each of these offers that I've been telling you. They'll all be in that one place right there for La Touraine, Pick'em Wars, Rave On, Team Clicks, and Fanatics will all be in that post. So make sure you go check that out over on my Twitter page at Adam Hulse Sports and make sure you follow me on there while you're there too.
Okay, so with all of that being said, let's now dive into this episode. It is week 9 of the NFL season. Week 9 is the halfway point. After NFL week 9 concludes, we will officially be halfway through the NFL regular season. To me, that's still crazy to think about. It feels like the NFL season just got started, but we're basically already halfway through it now. Football season always flies by like that. This year has been no different. In this episode, I'm going to be giving you my week 9 picks as I have in all of my episodes. I missed last week, NFL Week 8. I was unable to get an episode out last week. But if you were following me on Twitter, at Adam Hull Sports, I did get my picks out. I announced them from my Twitter page. Did not miss any picks for Week 8. So hopefully you were following me on Twitter so you were able to check my picks as I have been giving them out on my episodes weekly. So because I did not do a Week 8 episode, first I have to recap Week 7. In the Week 7 episode, episode we entered that week 18 and 19 total on the season I had three picks I had the Packers minus eight over the Washington football team Packers dominated easily covered that spread I had the Bengals plus six and a half against the Baltimore Ravens they not only covered the six and a half they won straight up like I said they might on that episode of the podcast the third pick we lost with in the Titans and Chiefs game I had over 57 and a half Titans offense did well they kind of did their part, but the Chiefs offense did not show it up at all for that game. Chiefs are really still struggling to find their groove right now. They're hovering right around 500, so they're not in disaster shape right now. They are still in the playoff hunt, but this is not the dominant Chiefs that we're used to in the past. They couldn't score really any points at all against a pretty weak Titans secondary. Kind of crazy for a team like the Chiefs who has success passing against almost everybody, but for that total, we had over 57 and a half. It did not get there so we went two and one on that week seven episode bringing our record from 18 and 19 up to an even 20 and 20 heading into week eight as i said i was unable to release a podcast episode for week eight but i did give out four picks on my twitter page i played the thursday night football game between the packers and the arizona cardinals i took the packers getting six and a half points even though they were without their top two receivers Devontae adams and alan lazard not only did the Packers cover the spread but they did win that game straight up so that was a win for us I missed both of my picks in the one o'clock window I had the Bears plus four they couldn't get it done against the 49ers and I had the Lions plus three and a half I really liked the Lions last week not only to cover the spread but to win straight up as well I was way off on that one they got destroyed by the Eagles I thought that they would show up and look a lot better than that against an Eagles team that had really been struggling too I thought that was a good spot for the Lions to get their first win of the season I was way off they got destroyed and then my fourth pick for week eight I had the Saints plus four and a half I liked them as an upset pick I actually released on my Twitter as well an article where I picked two underdogs one of those underdogs I picked to win straight up was the New Orleans Saints they had very good value it just felt like a good spot for them to get a big win the Saints have been a thorn in Tom Brady's side ever since he's got to Tampa Bay Tom Brady's numbers are phenomenal against everybody that he's played against since he's gotten to the Bucks, except for the Saints. The Saints have had his number. They played him very well. He's really struggled against them. I felt like it was just a good spot for the Saints to score an upset. That is exactly what they did. I gave it out plus four and a half as a play on my Twitter. I gave it out on the money line in an article that I wrote.
wrote and posted to my Twitter as well. So hopefully you were able to follow me along with that really nice value Moneyline Saints play. But for the picks, the podcast picks, we went 2-2 two and two in week 8, moving our 20-20 and 20 record to 22-22. and 22. That is where we currently stand right now. We still have an even record going into week 9 of the season. Again, this is the halfway point. We're going to try to look to be above even at the halfway point. It'd be nice to be in the positive for the first half of the season and then looking to build on it for the back half. In this episode, I'm going to be giving you five picks that I like for week nine. First game up is going to be the Ravens playing at home against the Minnesota Vikings. Look, I think a lot of matchups in this game favor the Ravens and their style of play. The Minnesota Vikings defense gives up over 120 rushing yards per game. The Baltimore Ravens are one of the very best rushing teams in the entire NFL. I think they're going to be able to find some success between Lamar Jackson running and all of their stable of running backs as well. I think they're going to be able to easily run the ball at home against this Vikings defense. That spells some trouble for them when the Ravens get the ball running well against anybody they are very very difficult to beat the other thing that I like for the Ravens offense this week Rashad Bateman is starting to get it going now he missed the first part of the season with the rookie with some injuries he's now getting it going he's had two weeks in a row now where he's looked pretty good he's been pretty solid I think this is a spot where he can have a pretty big game he can have kind of a breakout spot even if he doesn't just having him in that offense will free up other things in the rushing game for Mark Andrews, the tight ends, who's playing like one of the very best tight ends in the league right now, and it could maybe open things up for Hollywood Brown to try to get a deep player too. So I think the presence of Rashad Bateman is going to make this Baltimore Ravens offense just a little bit better than it already was, and I do think that they're going to be able to run the ball with a lot of success against a below average Vikings rushing defense. And then when you look at the Vikings offense, they like to run the ball, right? That's kind of how their whole offense works. They establish the running game and then they let Kirk Cousins play off of the running game in the play action passing game that's how he gets it to Jefferson and Thielen everything goes through the rushing game through Dalvin Cook through Alexander Madison when Cook's on the sideline very strong rushing game for the Vikings and the Ravens are one of the top rushing defenses in the entire NFL right now they're only giving up 86 yards per game on the grounds I think the Vikings are going to struggle to find success running while the Ravens have a lot of success running I think that is a recipe for disaster for the Vikings in this game I do like the Ravens team I don't dislike the Vikings team I just think that this is a bad matchup for them pile that on top of the fact that the Ravens are coming off of their bye this week so they should be fresh they had extra week to prepare to get things set up for the back half of the season all those things taken into consideration I just think this is a very bad spot for the Vikings this week I think the Ravens roll I think they win big I think they win by double digits so the spread is sitting at minus six not worried to lay the six points I do think Ravens big this week give me the Ravens minus six against the Vikings next up is a big divisional matchup and it's in that same AFC North of where the Ravens are from, of course, and that is between the Bengals and the Browns. The Bengals have been very good this season. Their defense has been way better than expected. Their offense was supposed to be good, but it's even better than it was supposed to be. This Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase chemistry is absolutely amazing. It translated perfect from what they did at LSU to now what they're doing with the Bengals. Unfortunately for the Bengals, they did lose last week to the New York Jets. That was a big stumble. Maybe a look-ahead game type situation for the Bengals. 
Bengals with this big clash with the Browns coming up after it. Maybe they were kind of looking past the Jets, kind of assuming they were going to win that one, but they got upset big time by the New York Jets. I don't think that they're going to make that mistake again. This is a very important game with the Cleveland Browns, and the Cleveland Browns come into this one. They have a lot of issues going on right now with the Browns. Baker Mayfield has that shoulder injury that he said has kind of been bothering him for a while now. It's supposed to bother him for the rest of the year, and then he's going to get surgery in the offseason, so he's a little bit compromised. The Browns just released Odell Beckham Jr. Not that they're going to miss his production because he wasn't doing a whole lot in the offense anyway, but it's just another big thing that's going on within the Browns organization. They're going to be missing Kareem Hunt again for this one, who's still injured. So again, a lot of just negative things kind of going on within the Cleveland Browns organization right now. I think they're a little bit of a mess. The Cincinnati Bengals, I think we're looking ahead to this game because they know it's an important one. They're looking to bounce back and get some revenge from last week after getting upset by the Jets, who are one of the very worst teams in the NFL. It's an ugly loss for the Bengals. They're trying to right the ship in this one. All the issues going on around the Browns right now. I do like the Bengals to get it done. The Bengals are also playing at home. They're only laying two and a half points. I think that's an easy spread to lay with the Bengals at home bouncing back. Give me the Bengals minus two and a half over the Browns. Okay, so next up we have the Philadelphia Eagles at home against the LA Chargers. And this is a game where I just think that the line is a little bit wrong. I think it's a little bit skewed because of a couple things that have happened recently. The Chargers have lost back-to-back games now. They got beat up really bad in Baltimore, and then they followed that with a loss at home against the New England Patriots. So the Chargers have lost back-to-back games. Recency bias is a pretty negative opinion on this Chargers team after losing those two games, while recency bias with the Eagles, they just destroyed the Lions on the road, winning 44-6. So recency bias is a huge thing, especially in the NFL. It's a very week-to-week type of league. And in this game, the Eagles are only getting two points. So the Chargers are only two-point favorites. I know the game is being played in Philadelphia. Usually, I don't like taking West Coast teams playing an East Coast game. But that's mostly when you have to talk about a 1 o'clock start time because that's 10 o'clock Pacific, which can be tough on the West Coast teams. This game's a 4 o'clock game. It's in Philadelphia, but it's being played at 4. So I don't see that as an issue for the LA Chargers. They kind of caught a break on that one. Usually the rough part about going west to east is that early start. So they're avoiding that situation by it being a 4 o'clock game. And just simply put, I just think that the Chargers are just a much better team all around top to bottom than the Philadelphia Eagles. When you go position by position on both sides of the ball, the Chargers win just about every single position battle when you look at them side by side. Of course, the biggest thing is always the quarterback battle. I'll take Justin Herbert over Jalen Hurts any day. When you look at the receivers that Herbert has as well with Mike Williams and Keenan Allen, I think they're going to be able to find some success against the Philadelphia Eagles secondary, which has been up and down. They've had some good games, but they've been torched by some of the better offenses, such as the Dallas Cowboys. I think Herbert can find a lot of success in the passing game against Philadelphia. So again, I think if this 
same game was played a couple of weeks ago. The Chargers might be like six to eight point favorites. If they were at home, they'd be a little bit bigger than that as well. Because it's in Philadelphia and because of recent results, it's all the way down to just two points. I think the Chargers are much better than a two point favorite against the Philadelphia Eagles. So that is exactly what I'm playing. I love this pick. Give me Chargers minus two over the Eagles. Okay, so those are the three spread plays that I like. My next pick that I'm making, I'm going back to another total, and I'm looking at this Arizona Cardinals against San Francisco 49ers game. They played each other a few weeks back. It was a very low-scoring game, 17-10. The Cardinals won that game, a defensive battle. I think that this one here can be a similar-type situation with these two teams that know each other very well. But even more than that, both of these teams are coming into this game very banged up and in particular on the offensive side of the ball. For Arizona, look, I mean, Kyler Murray's going to play, but he's been limited in practice all week. He's been a little shaken up lately. He's not 100% himself. DeAndre Hopkins, he will likely play as well. I mean, I guess he could sit out. He played through this same injury last week and only recorded about a quarter of the snaps for the Cardinals. He's usually a guy who logs over 90% of the snaps, so for him to only be around 25% is a big statement about how hurt he is and how he's just trying to play through this injury. He's definitely not himself right now. AJ Green for the Cardinals is not going to play in this game. He's on the COVID list. He's already officially been ruled out. And then Chase Edmonds too, their top running back. He's also probably going to play. He's listed as questionable but expected to suit up, but he's a little bit banged up right now as well. So that's a lot of pieces on this Cardinals offense that are either going to be out or they're going to be playing but not at 100%. Definitely something to keep an eye on there. And then it's not too different on the 49ers side of the ball. Two of their biggest contributors on offense, running back Elijah Mitchell and superstar wide receiver Debo Samuel. Debo Samuel's having an incredible season for the 49ers right now. After Cooper Cup, Debo might be having the very best season of any receiver in the entire NFL. He is listed as questionable for this game. Similar to a lot of the Cardinals players, he is expected to up. I don't think he's going to miss the game, but he is playing through an injury and as is their top running back, Elijah Mitchell as well. So just a lot of injuries for both teams. Key injuries on the offensive side. Guys that are either going to miss the game or playing in a limited capacity, not being able to do 100% of what they're usually capable of doing. Taking that into consideration, taking the fact that the first time they played each other was a super low scoring 17-10 to game. I like the under in this one. It's a middle total. It's 46.5 is what the total sits at right now. That's a pretty standard total type of play for an NFL game. It's not low. If it was low, it would be something I would avoid. I just think it's a little bit too high. I think it should be set lower because of what happened last time, because of the injury situation. I think 46.5 is a little bit too high for this game. It might not even get into the 40s, but even if it does get to the 40s, I think it should stay pretty low. Maybe a 20 23 to 20 type of situation in this game. So Cardinals 49ers give me under 46 and a half. 
Okay, now for my fifth and final play of the week, doing something a little bit different this week. I actually have a player prop that I really like this week. I haven't given out any player props on the podcast yet to this point of the season. I just really like this prop this week for several reasons. Now, I'm looking at Alvin Kamara. So, the New Orleans Saints, they just lost quarterback Jameis Winston for the rest of the season. Very unfortunate for Jameis. He was having a good year. He was progressing as it went on. Their offense was evolving and growing with Jameis as their new quarterback, of course, replacing the retired Drew Brees, first year without Brees and forever for the Saints, so it was obviously going to be an adjustment. They've looked pretty good with Winston coming off of that huge upset over the Bucks. The Saints are rolling right now. They look like they're going to be right in the thick of the playoff race. They look like they could be a top six team in the NFC conference, so really unfortunate that Jameis is going to have to miss the end of the season. Replacing him is going to be Trevor Simeon. Trevor Simeon Simeon is a good backup quarterback. He's one of the better backup quarterbacks in the NFL, but that's really what he is. He's supposed to be a backup quarterback. He's only starting because the starter is hurt, of course. So he is a decent fill-in type guy, but it's a rough situation for them if Trevor Simeon is going to be their quarterback the rest of the way. Look, they have the head coach to get through this, and that is Sean Payton, of course. I'm a huge fan of Sean Payton as a head coach. I think his game planning is amazing. He always schemes up ways to have success regardless of what difficult situation the Saints might be facing. And I just think that this lends itself, as he's done in the past, to a very heavy and huge Alvin Kamara type of game. I think there's going to be a lot of Kamara for the rest of the season, in particular in this first start for Simeon, while Simeon adjusts to the system, tries to get comfortable with the way Saints do things. When you have a superstar like Kamara, Sean Payton's not afraid to give them the ball a ton. He's one of the very best in the entire NFL. They use him all the time anyway, but I just think he'll be used even more with Semyon at quarterback now. And they're facing the Atlanta Falcons, which the Atlanta Falcons rush defense is not good. They are ranked 25th in the NFL against the rush. They give up 125 rushing yards per game. So I just think that's a perfect spot to just make this an all-out Alvin Kamara type of game for the Saints to try to keep their winning ways going, keep their momentum rolling, try not to have any kind of setback now that Jameis is out and Semyon is in. I think the best way to do that, a new quarterback's best friend, is a rushing game. They have one of the best running backs in the league in Kamara, and they're facing one of the bottom rushing defenses in the league in the Atlanta Falcons. So, the player prop that I like for this game, give me Alvin Kamara over 75 and a half rushing yards. His average on the season, he's averaging 68.6 yards per game. So this is only about seven more yards than what he normally averages per game anyway. I think with the uptick in workload in a favorable matchup, I expect him to get somewhere around 100 yards and maybe even more than 100. So I definitely like over 75 and a half rushing yards for Alvin Kamara. Okay, so that wraps up all of my picks for week nine of the NFL season. I had five of them in this episode. I'll give them to you one more time. Ravens minus six, Bengals minus 2.5, Chargers minus two. Then I had the Cardinals and 49ers game under 46 and a half points and Alvin Kamara over 75 and a half rushing yards. Those are my five plays for week nine. I currently sit at 22 and 22 on the season. This is the halfway point of the year. Week 9 is after week 9. We will be halfway through the NFL season. Hopefully, we will be in the positive on the 
halfway point. We're hoping to go at least 3-2 and two this week. Of course, we would love 5-0 and oh or 4-1, and one, but we're looking for a winning week so that at the halfway point, we can be in the green. We will hope to do that with the five picks that I gave you in this episode, which is, of course, brought to you by La Touraine, the best affordable luxury watches and accessories on the market. Use my promo code at checkout, A-H-S. That'll get you 10% off your entire order at LaTourain.com. Pick'em Wars, free-to-play contests, real cash prizes. Make your picks now at Pick'emWars.com. Get in the game and win real cash doing so. We have TeamClicks.com, T-E-A-M-C-L-I-X.com. All of your sports team branded sunglasses and blue light blockers. They have other accessories as well. Really awesome designs, really creative, unique. You're not going to find their item like that anywhere else but at TeamClicks.com. Of course, we have Fanatics for all of your sports apparel and accessories that you need. Jerseys, sweatshirts, hats, everything you can think of. You can get that at Fanatics.com. And of course, the Rave On Sports app where I host Dallas Cowboys games. Make sure you download that app and join me there at Adam Hole Sports on the Rave On Sports app. Again, I would like to say that all of those offers are listed on my Twitter page. Go follow me on Twitter. The handle is at Adam Hull Sports. The pinned tweet at the top of my page always has my most recent podcast episode listed. Click on that tweet, scroll down to the comment section, and I have a separate comment for each of those offers that I just went through. So it'll all be in one place, direct links to get to all of those great offers, all those discounts, everything that I'm offering you will be in one place on the pinned tweet with my recent podcast episode on my Twitter page. So make sure you follow me there at Adam Hulse Sports. On there, I also always announce my appearances on other podcasts, including the Take It to the Hizzy podcast, episode 179, the Mamba's Legacy podcast with an NFC East breakdown, the Captain Lou extravaganza on 12 ounces of sports, and most recently, the Shooters Shoot podcast I appeared on recently. So make sure you check all of those out. I will have plenty more of those in the future. Follow me on Twitter at Adam Hull Sports. I hope you do that. I hope you come back and join me next week for the week 10 episode of the podcast. Until then, this has been Adam Hulse. Thanks for listening.